Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Joe Madden here with your morning show. Of course, we're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. I'm going to start putting this show across social media. I say, screw you, trolls. Um, you know, come and get me. I really don't care anymore. I took it off Facebook and stuff because they're troll friendly. But uh, so the trolls have, have at it there. I don't care. Um, not afraid of you. Anyways, Joe, good morning. How are you today? I'm doing great, Mitch. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I know that we both watched that Metallica video, the one that I was talking about the other day, um, the Enter Sandman, the one in Moscow from 1991. I knew that Joe didn't watch it because she didn't mention it to me, so I sent yeah. her the link to make sure that she did see it. Joe, what'd you think? It was absolutely unbelievable. I could not believe that crowd. Do we have any clue of the number of people that were there, Mitch? I don't know, but but now you kind of get it, right? I know you're a country music person, right? So, like, this is not really your thing. Yeah. But you kind of get it, right? <laughs> oh, I do actually love all music. I only started liking country three and a half years ago. Was it the Applebee's song it. that got you on it? Was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I actually went to the Country Music Awards in Sass. Saskatchewan and Saskatoon and um, I went to a bunch of writer workshop things because I was with a country singer so I just fell in love with the stories behind the music the so stories. before that I absolutely hated it I couldn't stand country music but you know that most artists of especially of the big bands they're all writers too and I, I've heard this I've heard this argument with the country people before that people like um, songwriters but do you you know that Steven Tyler wrote all the Aerosmith songs, right? Yeah, and you know that which Mick, is absolutely insane. And you know Mick Jagger wrote all the Rolling Stone songs. Yeah. So it's, Such you know, talent. yeah. I mean, you know, Mick Jagger is, is a Harvard graduate, believe it or not. I did not realize that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Super smart guy. Look how much look yeah. how much money they make. I mean, crazy smart. Um, Yeah, but if you look at most bands and their albums and stuff, uh, most of the most of them have a guy in the band like um, Mick Jagger writes most of his with Keith Richards and um, you know Keith Richards has songs that he's written by himself too on top of it and you know Steven Tyler has songs that he's written with other people and you know generally but he generally writes the songs for Aerosmith too and there's some pretty good ones in there absolutely there is so, so many good songs so by them. many good ones <laughs> I want to give a shout out to everyone that is just watching our Instagram live. I decided to just put a quick clip on Instagram to make sure everyone knows we're live over here on YouTube. So come on over, you guys, because I'm going to end this live right away. I'm not sure why. Um, I'm not sure why country artists seem to get that that thing where they're songwriters more than anybody else. But like, you know, I've seen um, interviews with people and the reason i mentioned steven tyler because i've heard interviews of him talking about writing writing songs and it's like you know how he does it like in the interview i the interview i saw with him he was sitting down at the piano that he wrote dream on on and he just started you know showing he's like i started doing this and I just started, it's just like man as soon as i got one here and you know um leonard skinner's sweet home alabama the guy came up with the guitar riff. One of the guys from the band um, came up with the guitar riff for Sweet Home Alabama. And Ronnie Van Zant sang the words off just off the top of his head, including you know the name Sweet Home Alabama, just listening to the music first time through. And they just kept it. So the whole song took 20 minutes. 
Peter Frampton mm-hmm. said that he wrote his two biggest hits, um, Show You the Way and uh, and the other one. I forget the other one. He wrote those both in the same day. So it's just crazy. Really? Yeah. No way. Same day. And he, he wrote them. He said each one of them took 45 minutes. He said those are two of the quickest songs he ever wrote. Uh, Songwriters are absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, I can't I mean, believe the talent and the heart course, that goes into them. Carol King, you know, probably the greatest songwriter. You know. Yeah. Except for some of these new songs. Well, <laughs> some really Tapestry is... Tapestry <laughs> is... really bad songs. But Tapestry is one of the best albums to ever that there ever was, you know, I believe. And um, she also wrote James Taylor's You Got a Friend. She's written a lot of other songs besides the ones that she sings. James Taylor said like about says about that song. He's like Carol King, you know, wrote this song. She says she wrote this for me, and um, he's like, because there are worse things in the world than having to sing this song every day for the rest of your life. That's that's <laughs> what he says when you see him in concert. Yeah. It's true, but uh, anyways, Joe, we've got a lot of good, lot of good games today, and we I have do. you know, and there's a lot of good songs out there. We always. Um, digress into that things like that and that's part of the show so those of you that are new watching the show if you're expecting just straight picks wall to wall probably not going to get that you're going to get picks on on all the games today but you're but you know we're not like wall to wall picks we have videos on every single game out there at both of our websites sports shop place and pickdogs.com we have free pick write-ups on every single game every single day and then over at um both of those sites we have unique sets of betting tools which are the best on the planet i think every i think we could take all the betting tools from every site on the internet put them combined and i'll put the sports chat place ones the free ones sports chat place ones up against theirs all of them combined paid free you name it put them i'll put the sports chat place against all of them i would say that they're better and the pick dogs ones i would say are better too Oh, they for sure are, Mitch. So, and there next week we have a big release. I'm doing the betting tool show now every day. I did it yesterday. It was well received at the time that I did it, but I'm going to try and do it earlier in the day. I noticed that not a lot of people saw it live, but a lot of people watched it during the day and we got a lot of positive feedback from it because I tried to show things that I noticed that people aren't really paying that close attention to, but we, but we have, and it's, it's hard to wrap your arms around all of it. I understand, but we had, um, so there are 12 teams left in the NCAA tournament last night. Arkansas convincingly over Gonzaga, an overrated Gonzaga team. Um, oh, what a game. Yeah, absolutely overrated from, from top to bottom. They had a nice team. They were not this unbeatable force that you know people had made them out to be. If anything, last year's Gonzaga team was a lot better than this year's Gonzaga team. And, uh, you know, we saw... A team, you know, and, and when Brian and I were arguing this behind the scenes, and I believe on the, on the VIP show, it was that, um, you know, they were just facing a better version of the Alabama team that whipped Gonzaga earlier this season. So, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, it was quite the game, Mitch. It really was. I couldn't believe how uh, well Arkansas came out. And you're right, Gonzaga was just overrated. They were just overrated. I thought Duke um, played really well against Texas Tech. It's the second game in a row where Duke, um, you know, certainly were nip and tuck all the way and pulled it out in the end, um, starting to look a little bit like a team of destiny here. But 
there's a few other teams in there that uh, are going to have something to say about that. That's for sure. Yeah. Houston, um, super, super impressive. Um, once again, just, I mean, they're chewing teams up and spitting them out. This was a Final Four team a year ago that came into the tournament with a, a five seed. And really, for for no reason whatsoever, except for, you know, because they play in the AAC. And, I mean, they're killing people. Oh, complete domination yeah, last night. Slaughter. The yeah. end of the game, it's kind of like um, the Miami-Auburn game last week. Where last, By the end of the game, they just didn't want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. Michigan was absolutely exposed in that game um, against Villanova, just like we thought that they would. Um, not a very good Michigan team this year. And... I was surprised that they were able to keep it that close against Villanova. Yeah. Villanova had several opportunities to put them away, and they hit the shots. It's just that Michigan hit shots on the other end um, yeah. to keep it to get them back in it. But once Villanova took that that once they were covering that five point spread, Michigan never really reeled them in. Maybe one time they reeled them in, but it was quick, and Villanova was back out in front, um, hitting the threes, hitting those free throws. You know playing defense and, and putting Michigan in uncomfortable positions is really what that one was all about. So I thought that, um, you know, Villanova looked pretty tough. You know, Houston looked extremely tough. Duke, you know, looked like they really wanted it. And uh, who was the other one that won last night? So it was Duke. We had Houston, Duke, Villanova, and Arkansas. And Arkansas, who just refused to lose against uh, Gonzaga. Once they got to the lead, they started off, Gonzaga got out to the early lead in that game. But once Arkansas reeled them in and got to the lead, they they would not take no for an answer. And I thought that um, the rebounding by Arkansas was outstanding. Three guys always right around the rim when the ball hit it, Mm -hmm. really blocking the the Zags out, getting Chet Holmgren into foul trouble early. Um, It didn't matter. Just didn't matter. Mitch, who is that shorter player on Arkansas that they bring out for the uh, free throws? Oh, I don't know, but he hits them all. He oh, he hits them fantastically. He got out on that court, and they just knew it. Like, get him out, get him in there. And that was, you know, that last minute of the game, and he was hitting those perfectly. I think we've seen some amazing dunks in this tournament. Yeah. You know one weird thing Michigan did, Mitch? Did you see when they uh, sent their guy to the free throw line and the rest of the players huddled up with the coach? They didn't even surround him. He got one of the two. I was like, why would you do that? I didn't understand that. Maybe, I've never seen that. Maybe it's something that they, um, maybe it's a Michigan thing. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen that before. I was lot, really confused at first. A lot of the schools, like, they have a thing, you know, and they, they do yeah. it that certain way, but... I don't know. I've got premium picks in all the games again tonight. So nice. we'll go over them here and um, we'll do the best that we can. But if you buy my three pack tonight, I will, um, and you email me, Mitch at pickdogs.com, just like yesterday, I'll email you the fourth. So yesterday, the fourth was Arkansas um, that I emailed to people. So beautiful. You know, a lot of people took advantage of it and I'm glad because uh, I was three and one on those picks yesterday. I like today's card as well. So. Awesome. What do you think the best dunk of the night was, Mitch? I cut you off when you started talking oh, about dunk. The Arkansas, that number, the guy with the big afro that came over the top. <laughs> I mean, that was just. I think when they do the dunk, that just sends the message. You know, it was just yeah. like I don't. It was like you're in trouble. 
so I, I know that um, I, I texted Romanelli. Let me see at what point. I think there was about 12 minutes left to go in the Arkansas-Gonzaga game, and I, Arkansas was up by five or six. And I just texted him. And I said, at what point do we say that Gonzaga is in real trouble? And he said, right now. Because it was, it, was, uh, it was about that time. And uh, so there's only one number one seed left. And, uh, you know, it just goes to show you that it's kind of what we said at the beginning of the college basketball season this year. I think we were right on it. And it was that this is the best year of college basketball in the history of college basketball because of the super seniors, the sixth year seniors, the ability for all these guys to come back and the return of fans in the stands. I mean, we forget there was no fans in the stands for last year. Um, Hawaii, 1159 tonight, we'll be removing our mask mandate. Finally, we're the last state. We're the last state to do it. Uh, We are the 50th state, you know, and we are the last state to remove the mandate as well. But uh, we're excited about that for sure. I think at least a lot of people are. I think, you know, know, I've never, I don't make any political stances on this show. It's not something that we do. But I will say, um, if you want to wear a mask, that's your prerogative. If you don't want to wear a mask, that's your prerogative. And I think it should have been that day, that way from day one. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it it should be that way from day one, just like yeah, everything. Let, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we let everyone uh, decide everything else with their health, what we put in our bodies and everything like that. So. Yeah, I'm. I just, um, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't. We don't talk politics on these shows, but I just think that um, it's Williams, the guy in Arkansas, is um, Williams. Okay. Yeah, I just think that um, you know we're adults, and and I think we mm-hmm. can make decisions for ourselves. Yeah. And it's I made like, the decision to switch to oat milk today, Mitch. Nice. I'm an almond. I'm an almond milker. So. I normally do almond milk, but I ran out of almond milk, and I had oat milk for some reason, and it's delicious. Costco. Yes, Costco almond milk. So I use the Costco almond milk, the yellow box. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we have, um, I love it. I have it on every day with my oatmeal. Um, Thanks. Yeah, I have the organic oatmeal with that. Um, I don't know, I switched to eggs for a while, but kind of back on the oatmeal. I don't know. I, I go like back. it. Oatmeal's I, good. I go back and forth. Sometimes I have both. Bananas on top? No. It's almond milk, no. plain, no sugar, no nothing, just. Yes. Okay, I Paste. like bananas or raspberries, whichever we have around for oatmeal. Okay, well, the world needs oh, the world needs <laughs> Fruit Loops too. Um, <laughs> let's get to these Are games. You me a Fruit Loop? No, I didn't <laughs> say I didn't say that. I just said the world needs them because uh, I'm sure oh, people say, "And he can't show a Fruit Loop on the show." Can you hear him? Oh my God, he's attacking women. It's like it's like we have. We have a lot of women that work for this company. Just only one of them is in front of the camera. If it was, if this was, if this, if if this was other companies, they would have them all in front of the camera. It's like, you know, believe me, we've, we have a couple women that are smarter than any men I know. You know, it's like, anyways, blow my mind. That's for sure. We have Purdue versus St. Peter's, you know, Cinderella, rarely gets past this point um oh but then can they cover it's yeah but it's um you know st peter's has been kind of uh <laughs> you know they've been kind of, it's kind of gone both ways purdue is a oh. team that i thought could have been a number one seed in this tournament okay. um 
at the beginning. They ended up being a number three. I'm not saying that they played this season to the to to be a number one seed. I'm just saying they have the talent on the roster and the type of team. I love this team that they have in the style that they don't really have a style, but there's to me they've been so such underachievers, you know, by by doing it this way. So I just think, you know, that that's an interesting one, but rarely, rarely does Cinderella make it past this point. When they do, well, then look out. You know, final Absolutely. four or impossible final. Yeah. Got Kansas against Providence. Kansas, the last man standing of the number one seeds, only because they didn't play yesterday <laughs> at that point. Ed Cooley, we know he's been coaching all week. Um, you know, he has he coaches in the offseason. Everything's a coachable moment. He got his, I'm sure he had his oatmeal this morning, and that was a coachable moment at some point for somebody. Um, Kansas, loaded with talent, you know, every year. Bill Self, you know, he, he has the resume. But this Kansas team is, uh, you know, they're not unbeatable, that's for sure. 30 wins. Uh, pretty amazing um, to be able to do that. But, you know, like I said, they, they, it's, it's not like they beat everybody. It's, it's no, you know, it? and it's not like, um, it's not like they're hitting every free throw down the line and they're not doing, you know, they're, they're good yes. enough. You know, they've been good yeah. enough. Um, you know, Providence has been in a lot of tight games this season. Um, they did get blasted by Creighton the last time they lost. They got crushed. That's true. Um, They're so good in this underdog situation. So good. For Kansas, it's been almost a month since they lost. They lost by 10 to TCU, and they lost by 10 to Baylor. So there is a for, there is a formula out there to beat them. But yeah. they did beat Creighton, who, who beat Providence, you know, so. That's true. Kinda. This line has come down, though. Opened at 8 for Kansas, was 7.5 before he started the show, now at 7. I thought Providence... So. Uh, game last time out against Richmond was one of the more impressive wins of the tournament kind of slides under the radar because it becomes a boring game but you know 79 to 51 28 point win uh, just an absolute slaughter of a Richmond team that beat Iowa imagine what Providence would have done to Iowa (laughs) yeah their defense was so stout in that game it was unbelievable what they were able to do I love that wow. in the comments, the YouTube comments. Always like, well, they beat them, and they beat. It's like, really doesn't matter all that yeah. much because you see, as we've seen, the matchups make the difference, you know. Yeah. And just like you know, like Houston, Arizona, it's like Arizona just could not run them down. They were just so fast, and it was like Kelvin Sampson just drew it up again. Yeah, this this is going to be a great game. I'm going to have to lean on Providence plus the points. I really do think their defense will be able to slow Kansas a little bit and stay tight in this one. I'd love to see them get the upset win. So I don't have a premium in this. So that's where I'm leaning on you guys. And then the Battle of the Blue Bloods um, got North Carolina, UCLA. Um, this one is really interesting because we had UCLA, who was a Final Four team a year ago. So, you know, a few teams from last year's Final Four remain. Um, the teams that played in the final, Gonzaga and Baylor, both were number ones again this season, and both are out. Um, meanwhile, UCLA um, was in the final four last year, lost in overtime. Looks like uh, Jaime Jaquez going to go here. 
So that is a big, big factor here. He is he is a really good player. He doesn't always look as graceful as some of these other guys out there, but he the team really responds to, to his style of play. And we've seen Johnny Juzang in the tournament before, and he hasn't really had that kind of tournament yet. Is tonight his night? The North Carolina Tar Heels, you know, we've seen the good and the bad from this team this season. They have, you know, we've seen them, you know, beat Duke. We saw them in, we saw them beat Baylor in a game that, I mean, they got reeled in from 24 back or something, right? And they got yeah. t- absolutely reeled in against Baylor. And, um, you know, we saw them lose by 28 to Miami. We saw them lose by 20-something to, to Wake Forest. I mean, been brutalized. You know, this this season. Yeah, when they lose, they lose big. Yeah, and it's like they're not they're not a great um I mean, someone says here North Carolina can't hit threes. They're thirty first best in the nation at hitting threes, over thirty seven percent. Um they're actually better than UCLA at, at hitting the three. I just think defensively is where Carolina really lacks. They're one of the worst at defending the three. In the nation, and I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen that Jaquez and Juzang and Tiger and all. Yeah. You know, it's like they've been there. You know, it's like they know what it takes. McCronin is horrible coach. I mean, he is hideous, and that's why the line is only two because he's such mm-hmm. a bad coach. I mean, he could be. It's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, but that Carolina defense, ooh. They, they are an absolute matador sieve. Um, I think with how their defense is playing and then with both of these teams able to hit those threes, I like the over in this one. I think you're I think it's wine time and I think you're you got the ops. I think you got it wrong. Okay. I think you see, see I think UCLA, if they play fast, yeah. They have a better chance. Because North Carolina has a good offense. UCLA can match them pretty much on offense. Very, very close. But defensively, Carolina has no answers. While UCLA plays the serious defense. Mm -hmm. So you think UCLA's defense is going to be able to hold them down tonight? I I think Carolina's going to have problems. Okay. I think... think Manic has played really well for them, hitting you know from the outside. If you have a big guy that can hit from the outside like that, yeah. certainly is a big factor. But I'm not so sure, you know, against UCLA that that's going to work. It'll be an interesting game, that's for sure. This one kicks off at nine thirty nine Eastern. Mick Cronin is such a bad coach. I mean, he's such a bad coach. Um, absolutely horrid. Um, especially in tournaments. Let's just recap that the one why I hate him so much. It was that 75-73 loss um, to Nevada, March 18th, 2018. Um, I was was with Larry Outlaw, um, one of our guys that watches our shows and has been a big fan of this at Hooters. And uh, Cincinnati up by 22 in the second half and lost that game. Wow. Outright. Not didn't cover. Outright up lost. Up by 22 going into the second. Yep. No, lost. no, they're up by 22 midway through the second. It was They oh, were up okay. by 12 at halftime. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was 65-45. 
with 10.48 less to go, left to go in the game. They're up by 20. 65-45 with 10.48 left to play. Sounds like a Southern Miss kind of game. With, so since they got it to, so 65-43 at 11.34 left to go. Wow. Yeah. Really went down the toilet on that ugly bitch. Sure. <laughs> oh man that you always shock me when you throw things out like that mitch not that, expecting it <laughs> that one really hurt oh i bet it did it's just one of those days you know everyone that's bet sports has that day where it's like you know you're you're it's running so bad that you know you're up by 22 and you know you're gonna lose anyway it's like <laughs> the worst days ever yeah it's like, just they happen <laughs> they happen to everybody <laughs> And then Put the, in an X next to it before the game's even done. And then the final game of the night is the Miami Hurricanes against Iowa State. This one is super, super interesting and probably the most interesting game on the board, not just because of, you know, where I'm from and, um, you know, my team and all of those things. Yeah. But Miami has not played well in the favorite role um, at all this season. They've played really well in the underdog role. But they haven't had this much time to prepare for a game either. And Jim Laranega is another one of these coaches that, you know, I mean, we, I said to, you know, Brian and, and Joe in the, in the VIP show yesterday and before and everything, that Musselman, you know, just doesn't get enough credit for just how great of a recruiter he is at Arkansas. And, and we saw that. And Jim Laranega doesn't get enough credit for how great of a coach he is. I mean, Miami was leading the ACC most of the season. They beat Duke at Duke. They beat Carolina yeah. by 28. We're up by 27 at halftime. They come into this tournament as a 10 seed. Iowa State had two wins last year. I thought they were overrated coming into this tournament. I wasn't even sure that they deserved to be in it, but they certainly have proved that they are. I think oh, Miami is a faster Wisconsin, though, that, you know, who beat. Uh, who uh, Iowa State beat. I think Miami's a faster Wisconsin. I think they're a better coach Wisconsin, and I think that they have better, you know, just better athletes all the way. I think McGusty is, um, you know, way underrated, and Wong, I mean, these guys have been hitting their free throws down the stretch as well, and, you know, the the dunk on uh, over uh, Jabari Smith will be on that one shining moment for sure on that video, one of the best dunks of the entire tournament. Um the Canes just absolutely smothered Auburn. And I really like the way that at the end yeah. of the game, um, usually when teams kind of take their foot off the gas, um, teams take their foot off the gas, they, Miami didn't do that. They played it all the way to the end. It's kind of like when teams are on in, in football where, where team, when in it football, when, when teams that. take a knee. So, yeah, so Tyree Woods is asking how to join the, the YouTube premium. So you're on the Pick Dogs channel. You just click join. Yeah. It should be below. Is it is it Joe below the thing? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just under like share next to subscribe. Yeah, just click so, join. It's it's super yeah. reasonably priced. Um I've we've kicked around getting rid of it a few times. So um I want for now we're still gonna for now we're for now we're still gonna keep it. Um yeah. but I think that um in the future, um I don't know how much longer it will go. 
Yeah, we'll absolutely. see. But if the thing is, if we cancel the program, you get a full refund for whatever month yeah. you have. So if you use 28 days of your month, you, you'll get a full month refund um, if that happens. But um, I don't know. We've said that for a while, but I don't know. Here we go into baseball season. So, yeah, you know, we're going to have it then. Yay, baseball. So it's back. <laughs> the total in this one has dropped from 136 and a half to 131 and a half. Yeah. Looking low. It really is. I like the over. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Um, Mitch, like we know that Miami has struggled to cover as a favorite, but has the line been this low in the majority of those games? Because it was two and a half earlier, now up to three. Miami's played in a lot of tight games, just like um, Providence has. So they were, they were one point home dog to... Virginia Tech, they did not cover as an eight-point favorite against Boston College. They did not cover as a two-point favorite against Virginia. They lost that one. They did cover as a five-point favorite against... So maybe it's maybe maybe that stat just feels that way because yeah. they've been in the dog roll so many times this season. Yeah. You know, it just, it just feels like they've been a dog the whole season. Yeah. Which is amazing. So against Florida State at home, they were three-point favorite exactly this number. They lost by one. Yeah. Um, they were one-and-a-half-point favorite against Syracuse. They won by one. Okay. You know, so they've been in a bunch of yeah. – but they have covered as three. North Carolina State, 91-83, and I think that's a similar game to this one. Yeah. But here they were, 14-and-a-half-point against Stetson. Nine and a half against Fordham, seventeen and a half against Lipscomb. So when they're these big numbers, you know, Miami had end up covering against Boston College because they were what a six and a half point favorite in that. They got the win. Yeah, they did not cover. Yeah, they didn't cover. Did not cover. Seventy-one sixty-nine in overtime. Okay, and then lost to Duke the next time out as an eight and a half point dog. Lost by four. Of course, they beat Duke at Cameron earlier this season in the only other meeting, 76-74, as a 15-point dog, one outright. Yeah. And the North Carolina game that was two games after that, a two-point home dog won by 28. Wow. Yeah, two-point home dog. Yeah. Bittler, Bittler at Carolina in that one. I, remember, <laughs> I had in Miami. Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can remember behind the scenes when you yeah. guys were talking about that one. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. So I think that <laughs> I think, one is... <laughs> I think he likes to get your blood boiling sometimes. We look at Iowa State, you know, as well. You know, we, we need to look at their past results too here. And, you know, at, at the end of the season, they knocked off Kansas State, West Virginia, Oklahoma, TCU, lost, um, lost at home to Kansas State by six in overtime, lost to West Virginia, who was lousy this year, by 16. We're absolutely smothered by Texas in Austin, 63-41. to 41. I mean, they just smothered them. I remember that game. And, um, you know, then they lost, at, they lost at Baylor and Oklahoma State to end the season. Once again, Oklahoma State used that same Texas diagram to smother them. I'm going to guess Miami's going to use the same one. And I don't know if Wisconsin didn't have enough time to prepare for that or just didn't have the guns to do it, but Miami does. Um, they scored 36 on Oklahoma State, and then 
They played Texas Tech, who used the same game plan against them again in the Big 12 tournament, 72-41. to 41. So it's really been feast or famine for Iowa State this season when teams are able to put that lockdown defense on them. Um, you know, TCU, 59-44. to 44. You know, so it's like there is a diagram out there to beat this team. I mean, Jackson State held them to 47, 47-37. And then Iowa ran them out of the building, 73-53. Memphis, they beat, but that was early when Memphis was bad. They beat Xavier. They started the season really strong. Yeah, they absolutely did. Oh, it's going to be a fun, fun night of games, that's for sure, Mitch. They're running late. It'll be a late one. James Cozy says Gonzaga in Michigan screwed him. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure they screwed a lot of people. Can you imagine those money line betters on uh, Gonzaga saying it was free money? I don't know if you. I don't know if you guys follow the YouTube comments or not. Like not the not the chat comments, but like the real comments. There was a guy in there that said, "I'm taking Gonzaga money line." I said, "Well, that's a really stupid bet." And he was like, oh, yeah, but I'm going to cash or whatever. And he's like, well, cash app, we'll bet it. I said, well, the way that this works is if we bet 50 bucks, if you win, you get five bucks. If I win, I get 450. That's the way that this yeah. bet would work. I said, I'll gladly do it. But, you know, I've, he hasn't asked me for my cash app yet. And so, this is the way that it always works. So this is why people always like, I'll bet you all this. The way that, the way that betting Mitch always works with the trolls, or not the trolls, but just you know, the, 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 yeah. the heroes, right? The way the, the hero betting always works is, um, you know, and a lot of people saw these comments. So uh, the way the hero were, always works, the hero bet, is that if they lose, then we never hear from them again. If yeah. they win, I owe them the money. Absolutely. So it's got to, you know, it's like, I don't, that's why I always say my answer is always like, I'm not a sports book, you know? Yeah. I'm not a sports book. And that's, that's why I say that because I know this, you know, it's like, it's not like I haven't, you know, said, okay, yeah, whatever. It's like, you know, I'm just, I, I'm, I get like how you guys do too. I mean, how do you think I end up with Davidson shirts? <laughs> that's funny. It's supposed to be a hat. <laughs> actually i still owe bitler a hat i gotta send him that dolphins hat i always forget i got the best dolphins hat you do yeah my friend john gave it to me from miami it's zubaz oh that is cool i remember seeing it now i like that one oh it suits you yeah got a good broom on it not a great look for me i don't think Zub- I think it. I think it is. I like it a lot. It's kind of. It's kind of dad hatish. Maybe if I wear it back. Maybe I like dad hats. Maybe I'll wear it for golf. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, that'd be good. I got to get back out there first. Yeah. In order to wear a hat on the golf course, I have to go out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely do. Yeah, I think t- maybe today's the day. I hope so. Definitely I, need to get out there. I wonder if Rod burnt the Gonzaga hat. He's in the he's in the Facebook group. You'll have to ask him. Yeah. <laughs> I said I told Brian he'd be burning his Gonzaga hat. I wonder if he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's for sure. So Joe, I mean, obviously we went over these games. I didn't really yeah. give any picks because I have premium picks on all these games. Um I did videos on half of them. Uh 
you know, I, I I'll I'll give a little bit away here, not too much. I just think that you know, I think the St. Peter's. I could see a scenario where they cover, um, but in general, a lot of people are saying money line. Um, I'm you guys know I love a big money line. I'm the guy, right? The extended liner, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. But um, I think we've seen the clock strike midnight on Cinderella and the Sweet Sixteen more often than not. Yeah, I've got to go with St. Peter's plus the points. I hate the number 13. I think it's such an unlucky number. I normally don't like betting on that, but what is the Facebook group? The only way group? I can go with that. The Facebook group is a group on okay. Facebook that is um, the Pick Dogs group. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a trick question. I yeah. Was like, you go hey, on so Facebook. Facebook group? <laughs> if you go on Facebook, I think you put in Pick Dogs group, I think it will come up. I don't um I don't participate too much in the group. I have not been participating on Facebook for the last um 6 months or so. In at in all at all personally or um that today's show is on Facebook. I think we're going to start broadcasting across more platforms again um just to get out there. But I think that um and plus, you know, I'll be doing the half times this weekend and uh I want those to be on there as well and drive through and stuff. So um We'll start doing that in the betting tools too. I just think these things are they're kind of important to get out there, and we haven't really done it. But um, yeah, I I left Facebook for the most part. I'm still, of course, I still have my account and stuff, but it's just they don't protect people, you know. So Twitter automatically rejects any claim that you put in against somebody. So this guy, you know, put in this. You know, this Drew Fox puts in this, um, you know, creates these fake profiles and stuff yesterday. I mean, there's like two-year-old. I mean, it's like, it's not even good potty humor. You know, it's like, it's stupid, right? It's just moronic. And I report the post to Twitter and they say, these don't violate our policy. And they said, reply to this email if, if 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 you don't agree with us. So I replied to the email. I said, how is this not against policy, you know? And then they write it back. It's like, oh, actually, they are against policy. Yeah. Lock the account. You know, it's like, and you have to do that every time. It's like yeah. they automatically reject, and then you have to go. You have to appeal. Doesn't even make any sense. But I'm going to write a letter to the University of Nebraska where he goes to school, and I'm going to include all of his tweets and everything that he's done, and we'll see if he's still a student there. And they let him graduate if he is at that point. Yeah. You'd be kicked off a dating website quicker than you would be any of these social media. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable what they let people get away with. The betting tools always have covered first half. Always have covered first half. Yeah. Um, question, does the betting tools cover first half? Absolutely. Sports chat place, they, they definitely do. Yeah. Definitely. I went over it yesterday on the betting tools show. I showed everyone how to do it. Yeah, when the trends and streaks are there, there's sometimes, you know, well, no the trend or streaks. So. Yeah, but not just in the trends or streaks. You can yeah. you can go beyond that. So, all right, you guys baited me in. There we go. Let's get <laughs> these betting tools underway. <laughs> baited me in. You got me. Congratulations, <laughs> you know. Always baiting me in, these people. Well, at least people are baiting you in for good things, Mitch. <laughs> You know, the trolls always bait you and don't respond to them. Like, I'm not afraid of these punks. Are you kidding me? So here are the betting tools. I was just happened to have the dog streaks up. But if you go over to sportschatplace.com, hit, hit the home tab, okay? Now, like Joe said, on the, a lot of times on the streaks, so if you're on pick dogs and you go to the dog streaks, 
normally the things that are um, that are halves and quarters are closer to the bottom. Let me see if there's anything here. Same thing with the, um, so I don't see anything here that's halves or quarters, but on the dog streaks, but I think on sports chat on the streaks, I saw some this morning, sports chat tools, streaks. So if you go to the streaks at sports chat, let's see what they have at the bottom. There it is. So here's Sacramento Kings quarter one road wins, Miami heat half one. Um, Here's, uh, so you can see just in the streaks, they have some of this stuff. Uh, here's half one wins Villanova, half one wins Pelicans, period one Coyotes. They have that, but the more definitive tool for this is this is the standings. And you just go here, you just go standings, which is not, um, the standings is, it's a tough label, you know, for, for what it is. I think that's the issue. We talked about this at our meeting the other night. There's really no other way to go with it. But if you go to the NBA, so like here's the NBA standings, and here's just for the Eastern Conference, and below it, of course, is the West. But if you go here, and you, you need to eliminate some of the categories because you can only have 10 across, and it's just the look of the site. You can't just, you know, it can't just keep yeah. going on forever. And that's the only reason that it does that. But if you take off um, some of these categories on here, Let's see. So just click on some of these. So we limited it down to three categories, which is fine because we're just going to be adding things. But if you go here, here's the first quarter win percentage, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter stats. So if you just go by that, and then you can see, you can go by quarter win percentage. Just click here, and it'll sort them. These teams are really good. They're really fast starters first quarter. These teams are really slow finishers. You know, the ones that are bad in the fourth quarter, you can flip it. You can invert it the other way. The Pacers, the worst fourth quarter team in the East. They're also one of the worst third quarter teams. Same with, uh, same with that. Where is the... So here's here's the halves that you asked right here. Right here. It's under betting, halftime, full-time percentage. And then here's over-under record, and the over-under plus-minus to the over-under. So we have totals here. And then here's the against the spread. This is the question that somebody sent me the email saying that they would like to know how much teams cover the spread by or don't cover the spread by on average. We have this right here. So we do have that already there boom pretty That's easy so much detail over yeah here. there's so much there it's called standings yeah. <laughs> it's not standings right i mean it happens to have the standings yeah. but it's <laughs> there's so much more to it there yeah. but i hope that i hope that really um answers your question i know that it doesn't um but i can only hope that oh, where am I? I can only hope that it uh you know at least get you, point you in the right direction. And then you could spend some time there and kind of do that. Absolutely. Just loaded with information over there, Mitch. And spent hours on hours just looking through it. Anyways. Yeah, the bet and next week the release is on the betting tools. We have several enhancements to the betting tools. And then we have uh, some new betting tools as well. 
And this will be oh, next week. Because awesome. next week we release the player pages, which is a super generic term. So I'm glad I can just say it. You know, like, yeah, we are, we're going to have player pages. I mean, <laughs> I'd say Can't to all our competitors, it. try. Just try. <laughs> Knock yourselves out. Bring your checkbook. Uh, it ain't going to matter. You're not going to be able to do it. It's like everyone loves to copy all my ideas and all my stuff. And it's going to look like so cheesy and so bad, you know, the stuff that they copy. It's like there's no way they can do it, right? So it's going to look just so cheesy. And so yeah. amateur hour, right? It's like the the more that they try and copy this, the worse it'll be, it'll be look as bad as some of these other people's sh- videos. Like the people that like the people that complain about my videos, right? And then they put out the yeah. video with music showing like their phone screen. They don't even talk, you know. They just do music showing their phone screen. Oh, with, really? With some people pics on that? it. Yeah, I see people doing it all the time. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. There's I like this. There's like this yet. app out there. These two troll guys that have this app, and it's like they do these yeah. videos. <laughs> I mean, they're so bad. I mean, this so they just sit there talking. With I don't. Music. Like, so here's, here's my thing with the trolls now. So here's what I've been doing actually is I will call them by their name or whatever, but I will not say what their social media is. I will not say what their anything is. I just say their name and put their picture or whatever, but I will not like, I won't direct traffic to them anymore, Yeah, you know, by like linking or like saying what their profile is. We're not going to give them that kind of publicity, only the negative side. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Screw you. Well, if you can't show your face, I really question people who can't show their face. Well, these, you know, I, what they don't know is that, you know, or what they fail to realize is that I'm pretty much, you know, I'm not like a tech expert or anything, but I am pretty, pretty, pretty strong on internet skills. Um, I could pretty, I could pretty much track you down, you know, Um, whether you think it's by me tracking your IP address or by other means or whatever, believe me. You know, you, normally the trolls that think they're the anonymous ones that send me the emails, I always send them a picture of their house. <laughs> That's usually the one that shuts them up. Oh, for sure it would. You know, here's your house. This is how much. It's like, you don't know who I am. It's like, oh, yeah, here's yeah, your I house. Here, here's, here's the shithole you live in. <laughs> Joe, which of these games you look most forward to seeing tonight? Which one I'm looking most forward to? Wow, I don't know, Mitch. These are just all going to be so good. I think if I had to pick one, I really want to see what St. Peter's is able to do tonight. For me, it's my love- for me Miami Iowa State because yeah. <laughs> well, my team Miami uh, has to win as a fan, as a fan, <laughs> yeah. as a fan. Yeah, that will be definitely a good game. Last game of the night. Last game of the night. Yeah, and then I'd love to see Providence come out strong too against Kansas. So North Carolina, UCLA doesn't have my interest out of all of these ones. Like out of the four, the least excited one I am. I'd love to, I'd love as a Miami fan to get a crack at Kansas. I would just love to get, I would love to play them. I'd way rather play them than Ed Cooley, you know, and have like, you know, the two teams that I really like. And I think a lot of this tournament set up that way for me, like teams that I liked had to play each other and teams that I didn't like you know, we're playing each other. We had a lot of that in the, in the early, in the early rounds of the tournament, but now it's like, there's only the good teams left. So yeah. except for, except for Gonzaga and uh, Arizona, <laughs> <laughs> we're showing the door. <laughs> they were, I, you always feel bad for them though. I always do. 
right? The look at disappointment when they know they've lost in those final seconds. The whole bench. I don't it's the whole even reason I watch reality television. Them, I just... You're talking about the whole reason I watch reality television, to watch <laughs> someone's heart get tap danced on. I don't like it, Mitch. I get all upset. The heartache, the disappointment. <laughs> don't like it. I think in, um, I think at least in college sports, it's genuine, you know? And I think you see that emotion come out when the team, when they lose. Only one team can win. You know, only one team in the NCAA tournament ends the season with a win. You know, 63, yep. 67 teams go home, you know, with their last game as a loss. Yep. I'm off 90 Day Fiance. I'm off. I used to be on, but now I'm off. <laughs> I've been off for about two years, and I tell you what, I feel a better person for it. I was yeah. an original, like, I used to love it, but it got so staged. Oh, I meant to send you a new show that was coming out, and I forgot to send you the link. Temptation it, Island. No. I've already seen. I've already seen the first two episodes. No, it's about um, off the grid. I think it's called. Off the so grid. it's like a couple put together, and they have to live off the grid, right? Naked Either and afraid. No, not naked and afraid, but same kind of premise where less one the of vomiting the lives off the grid. Naked and afraid, less the vomiting. Maybe, maybe the <laughs> I could do that. I don't know. I could do I that. I thought and I started laughing. I was like, oh, Mitch would probably like this one. What's all the vomit? The preview was this prima donna girl, and she's like, oh, I can't go to the bathroom in the kitchen because he lives in this like shack of a house and the toilet's next to the fridge. <laughs> so I thought they're living in the wild. Oh, they're just off the grid. They're just off, just the, off the grid. Just off the grid. Yeah. Huh. Except for the yeah. TV production crew. Yeah, exactly. Running okay. all around them. Eating pizza, whatever the case may be. <laughs> yeah, probably. So it's probably not as bad as she tries to make out in this little like 30 second. It's like, but this is what you signed up for. It's like, <laughs> don't you understand what that means? Yeah. It's like, haven't you ever, no. it's like, well, at least with that show, you've never, you know, you can claim you've never seen it before. But like with a lot of these other shows, it's like, we've seen the show before, you know. Absolutely. Like married at first so, sight. It's like, you're going to get married. That's kind of what you signed up for yeah married at so first you, sight is the it's in the title <laughs> exactly we always see these memes going around or memes or whatever they're called going around like could you live in this like mansion for 60 days with no outside like world like no social media no anything like that um could you do one of those mitch they always say like for a million for five million for 10 million could you live here Always looks like a beautiful house. But then you'd have no access to the outside world. For, so what is it? it? You get a house that's... Well, it's always those like um, things that go around like Facebook and that. It's a picture of like a mansion or something. And it's yours plus a million dollars if you could go without internet and outside world access for like 60 days. Well, I did, did it during the COVID, but I had internet. But I did it without outside. Without internet? I, I didn't go without internet, but I went without everything else 60 days. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I learned about myself? What? I hate puzzles. Hate them. Like <laughs> the jigs jigsaw jigsaw puzzles. Oh, it just <laughs> sucks. I mean, it's like Carrie's like, let's get a puzzle. You know, we're doing the puzzle and we're looking at each other like, this sucks. It's like we both are hating this puzzle. And it's like, it took us like it's like ages four and up. It's like we're a week and a half into this thing. You know, it's taken over our coffee table, and it's like we finally get it done. I mean, because just 
to get this thing off the coffee table and just to get it done. You know, we're missing a piece. (laughs) (laughs) We had a puzzle. We tried to start during COVID and uh, it sat on our kitchen table. We got the border done for a good 60 days before we all just packed it away. No one wanted to do it. Like, come on, guys. Hate no, puzzles. we hated it, too. Hate them, puzzles. Yeah. We got the Hornets and the Jazz. We got the Pistons and the Wizards. We have got the Hawks and the Warriors and the Heat versus the Knicks. Some classic battles here. We've got some playoff teams. We've got, you know, tonight's an interesting NBA schedule. We've got some meaningful games. We've got some garbage games. We've got pretty much everything here. Yeah, and not, I don't. I really doubt too much attention is going to be on the NBA tonight, Mitch. Hard one. So I know I'm not going to be really watching these games. I'll catch highlights after. But if I was going to go anyway with the Utah Jazz and the Charlotte Hornets, I'm going to take the Hornets plus the points. I think this is just a tighter game. Jazz have completely struggled on the road in their last eight, only covering in one of those. So I can't get behind them at this uh, laying four points in this one. Anyways, be sure to smash that like button. Um, I notice we don't have that many likes. I know you guys like us. You claim you don't, but I know you do. You guys are here every day. You must like us. Yeah. Smash the like button. <laughs> Cost you nothing helps us a ton. Absolutely. And then I think the Hawks come out strong against the Golden State Warriors. Again, the Warriors haven't been good on the road, especially as of late. And they come in here rested. And a Golden State Warriors team off rest isn't strong. They're 4-10 and against the spread the last four teams playing on that one day's rest. And the Hawks have been strong against uh, teams with winning road records. So covering in all seven of their last home games against teams with winning records on the road. Taking the Warriors. You are? You think they're going to get it? Hawks own five against the West. Favorites. Okay. I like the Knicks. They're on a road game heater. Road dog heater. Mm-hmm. Knickerbockers. Who was my yeah, dog of the seven. day yesterday? I can't remember. I'll have to go back and look. Dog of the day on IG was the... Oh, it was the Cavaliers. Okay. I got smoked. All right. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> I I like the Hornets against the Jazz. I like the, the Jazz that just have not been playing well recently. And I'd like the I like the Warriors against the Hawks. And I don't the Hawks have been terrible too. They're the ten seed in the East. I hate the play in. Hate the play in. Mm-hmm. It's like why? The season is the play-in. The season is the play-in. Absolutely. Yeah. Why? Why do we need? Why does there need to be four play-in teams when it's really two teams that aren't their way into the playoffs? Yeah, I agree with you. I could understand the abbreviated season to maybe say that maybe there was a difference or whatever, but this is you know, it, it, this worked for how many years in the NBA? It's enough. And, you know, none of the early round series are ever close anyway. You never see an upset in the first round of the NBA series. you don't. Never. Maybe in the second round you'll see it, you know, whatever, but never the first round. 
Got the Minnesota Timberwolves against Dallas. Oh, man, I took Minnesota the last time out. Um, they yeah. played two days ago. I was on a conference call, and I was just like, how are the Minnesota Timberwolves going to lose me this game? How is this going to happen? They're up. They've been winning the whole game against the Phoenix Suns. How are they going to get crushed in the fourth quarter? Like, how's it going to happen? Are they just going to lay down and let it happen? Is someone going to get injured? Is someone going to go off for the Suns? It's like, what's going to happen here? It's like, I look at the thing, 40 to 24. <laughs> it's like, what the hell just happened? It's like They always seem to let it happen, though. I hate them. I loathe the Timberwolves. I understand your pain with them. That's for sure. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Three-point favorites here. Screw you, Timberwolves. (laughs) Yeah, three-point favorites against a team with a winning record. Yeah. My ass. That's what I got to say that one. Looking at a uh, higher-scoring one in that, I think Timberwolves will make Dallas play a little bit of a faster game. So if I'm going to do anything with that game, go to the over. Got the Blazers against the Rockets. You want to talk about meaningless basketball games. This is when, you know, I said this in the video. This is when the NBA was big fans of sports betting becoming legal. Um, These were the games that they pointed to. Late in the season where both teams are eliminated. um, All of a sudden people care. We always cared. Don't worry, guys. We always cared. But... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Are you confused by this line like I am? Like, why is Houston the favorite here? And not Portland at home. Portland's been sucking. They both suck. No, they, they absolutely suck. <laughs> like they're both terrible. I looked at this line this morning and I thought maybe it was my eyes. I was like, what? You're going to give the Rockets laying three and a half points on the road? I don't know. I can't get there. That's for sure. Not, yeah. It just seems odd. I'm going to stay off this game just because that seems so odd. I would have thought, you know, this was a one-point Portland game, laying one. Then we've got the Clippers against the 76ers. You know what I think I'm going to do, Joe? I'm going to put out my fourth um, pick in college hoops for 15 bucks. Just solo nice. play. Just 15 bucks, Guaranteed. Yeah, I like it. Guaranteed. 15 yeah. bucks. I'm going to do that. Why I like not? it. Well, I hate the Timberwolves, so I'm going to take the Mavericks here. (laughs) They disgust me. Spite alone. Yep. The Sixers have been a better road team than home team. The Clippers are a playoff team. Yeah, with everything. Paul George is practicing now. It's going to be bad. Clippers are my Timberwolves. Hate them. Wow. Strong words. I know. Very strong. You're not supposed to hate anything but jigsaw puzzles. Okay, as long as we can hate puzzles together, I'll say I strongly dislike the Clippers. Then it's like, what are the things that you really hate in life? <laughs> it's like jigsaw puzzles, the Timberwolves, <laughs> Michigan sports, <laughs> green peppers in any food that's cooked, <laughs> raisins, raisins. Just like celery to them. Raw celery, I'm in. Cooked celery, I'm out. Okay. Unless it like kind of melds in like that New Orleans style cooking where it kind of just, it has to be there. Yeah. Yeah. The Trinity, they call it. Onion, celery, carrots. Yeah. Always good. Yeah. It's a good combo. But um, I like, I don't like like soup with celery in it. I'm not a fan. 
Oh, so no chicken noodle soup with celery. No. My daughter's the same. She picks it out. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, of course. It. Well, you could have mine. I'll put it on <laughs> I the end up taking everything. I'll spit it out and put it on the side of the plate. <laughs> nice. Here you go. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Oh, mine. Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> well, what's oh, up on no. Puckin' Crazy today? Oh, Puckin' Crazy is going to be fun. Um, got some great games in the NHL today. We got five. Neil said he's going to ride Calgary on the puck line. Only caution, Neil, on that is they have Edmonton on deck tomorrow. And but then the betting Adams tools love Calgary day. puck line. Yeah, but do the betting tools look at that schedule? I think absolutely Calgary should come out and blow the Coyotes out out of the water. But with Edmonton tomorrow, scary. JPZ says all the Rocket starters are healthy and the Blazers are G League players. Rip City, baby. <laughs> I love saying that. <laughs> yep. Rip City. What happened to this USA yeah, so Mexico? Zero, zero draw. Oh, I don't know. Didn't they expand the World Cup field this year? I'll have to ask the soccer people. Yeah, I have no clue. It actually started playing this morning. I was, um, while getting some stuff done, had a bunch of stuff. They're showing highlights. I can't believe those babies with those red cards and the yellow cards, how fast people fall on those fields. The Flyers are plus 330, and the Coyotes are plus 320. Any yeah. chance on either of these, Joe? Um, Coyotes scheduling reason for Calgary. Calgary, you look at Edmonton. That is huge facing Edmonton tomorrow. Is that Hockey Night in and Canada then the game? Abs. Is that the Hockey Night It's Battle of Alberta. We, Edmonton and Calgary, hate hate each other. Yeah, Rod and, hates Calgary. He hates Calgary. Yeah. He hates them. Yeah, and I hate Edmonton. Connor McDavid, crybaby. So, um, yeah, it's just that is the one where I look at it and I go, you know, these – you know, Edmonton didn't look ahead. They beat the Sharks, but I could see Calgary with having to play tomorrow. I can see them having a slower defensive game. So, stronger offensive game, and as long as Coyotes can keep up, which they've been averaging high, they have a chance. And then Colorado, when you look at Colorado, they have to face Calgary on, I think it's Monday, Monday that uh, Calgary and Colorado play again. And Colorado beat them last time out. But I wonder who they have. I don't know who they have on deck tomorrow, Colorado. Colorado is um, off tomorrow. And then on Sunday, they play. Oh, they don't play Sunday. Oh, yeah, they do. They play the Wild on Sunday, which is another hard team. I think Flurries are... Is Flurry going to make his de- debut on Sunday? If so, it's going to be a fantastic game. So, Coyotes and uh, Philly could both be in prime spots to get an underdog win tonight. Putting together a 16 parlay here to close it out. See, this game is tomorrow, so we can just switch it out. We're going to have tennis there instead. Tell you the tennis tools have been fire. Oh, this is gonna be an all tennis parlay. 
I need to follow tennis more. People love it. I used to watch it, but I just haven't as of late. Well, as it turns out, this parlay pays 262 to 1. Um, I'm taking Kalanina versus Keys. I'm taking Momfields, minus 4.5, plus 117. No idea what it even means, but I'm in. Got uh, McDonald plus 133. Mackenzie McDonald has won each of his last six ATP men's draw matches against older opponents. Whoa, a little ageism there. Nice. A lot of people out there, a lot of my, my fans will like appreciate that one. Um, Sanego minus three and a half at even money. Throwing the Pistons minus three and a half against the Wizards. And Roos plus 250. Eleni Gabriella Roos. Has won five of the last six WTA main draw matches against younger opponents. Take that. <laughs> wow. That's quite the parlay, Mitch. Yeah. I like it. $10 pays 262, 262 It's 262.26 to one. Wow. How about you, Joe? What do you like? Um, so for just a two team hockey parlay, I would put the flyers and the coyotes on the puck line, parlay those up, sprinkle on that money line for them. And then for my main parlay, I do Providence plus the points, the over between the Dallas Mavericks and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And then I got to take the Hawks laying the points there. Nice. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, let's make it a winning day and, uh, I'm going to try and talk more about sports tomorrow when we have the, uh, all of our guests are with us. I'll be on my best behavior. I promise. We got tomorrow's our, we're going back to the round table style that we started again last week with, um, all the cappers on at the same time kind of a group discussion without talking, without talking over one another. I think everyone's been pretty good at not talking over each other. Yeah, I've controlled myself a little bit. It's fun. I enjoy it. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. Bye, guys.